Once upon a time, there was a handsome prince named Alex. One day, an evil witch turned him into a mouse and replaced him with a fake prince named Olaf. But then came a brave and resourceful woman named Ella to Alex's rescue, along with her friends, a sorcerer named Crystal, and a pair of mice named Walter and Manny joined forces to defeat the evil witch and Olaf. However, just as she was defeated, the wicked witch mustered her magic one last time and turned Ella into stone. Looking at all Ella sacrificed for him, Alex gave up his human body so that Ella could come back to life, becoming a mouse once more. Now, Ella and her friends search every day to figure out a way to restore Alex. Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses-to-be. I am your host, Christy, and I am here with my friend and co-host, Brie. Hello, that's me, I'm Brie. And today, we are taking a look at Ella and the Little Sorcerer. Yeah! Uh, this is the long-awaited sequel to a movie that we took took a look at, I think, in, like, maybe the second season of yeah, our podcast? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, Cinderella and the Secret Prince was the title yeah. of the original film. It was long enough ago that I definitely was thankful for the recap at the beginning of this film because I did not remember any of the last one except for the cherries. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the fucked up cherries. Monsters. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. I I had to, I, like, went back and I, like, re-listened to um, our podcast on that because, uh-huh. like, I, I kind of had, I was like, should I watch the watch the original film to, like, really recap what was going on i was like no fuck it i'll just listen to our podcast (laughs) and we yeah we 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 spent we we spent a a decent amount of time talking about the fucked up cherries those fucking terrifying cherries yeah nothing nothing as nightmarish in this one sadly no this is made by gold valley films which yeah uh, an animation studio in China. They at one time they were trying to make good on this idea of doing like I think it was like two to three films every year. That's which um, is obscene. Yes, like, incredibly that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't think they succeeded on that, um, which is probably good because that would probably be awful for the animators to yeah, try and like <laughs> anyone working there. It's better for their health to not have to be producing that much shit in one year. Unless you have a big enough studio to do three films a year, which I do not think they have. So... Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm pulling up their website. They claim that they have 500 plus artists from around the world. I mean, I believe that. Spread across different things but like i wonder how much they're counting like random contractors that they bring on for three months Mm -hmm. who knows i don't know it's it's 
There are many, yeah. many questions that will probably never be answered because it's a studio in a country where I don't know the language and can't ask questions. Yeah, yeah. But at least based on their website, they're averaging around like one film per year. Dang. So, I mean, that's still pretty. That's still that's still a lot of films. Mm-hmm. Sadly, not all of them are princess movies because I Aww. would definitely make <laughs> you watch them all. They're... <laughs> They're, they have a few, like, they did a, a Snow White movie and, Ooh. like, a, um, a Little Mermaid kind of movie. Um, some of, like, their earliest, earliest ones. So those ones I remember being um, particularly interesting to watch. Just uh-huh. in terms of, like, you know, like, to give them credit, this is definitely one of their better looking films. They have yeah. gotten, they, they have always improved in every film of theirs that I've seen, yeah. they have made improvements to the animation or the characters or something. Like, I was going to say, like, the style that this movie is in is very uh, sort of Disney generic, but it that it doesn't do it poorly. Like, a lot yeah. of... It definitely looks better than I remember the first one looking. Yeah. Well, it even... Um, like, I think some of like the characters' expressions and animations are... Definitely better. I would yeah. say still not Disney level, but no. um, in the first film, a lot of characters had a problem with like, they're, they weren't, like, you couldn't really follow their gaze because yeah. where their eyes were looking, it was always like they were ever so slightly unfocused. So you never really had that, you know, like, and like eyes are so important for communicating intent and what a character is looking at, what they might be thinking, and that was just a huge thing in that first movie of nobody ever really feeling like they were actually characters who were looking at things and yeah. comprehending and thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the time they the characters have have thoughts in their head this time, except maybe for Ella, who I notice is wall-eyed. <laughs> Yeah. 90% of the film. <laughs> yeah, she didn't she, she didn't quite escape problems. it. No. No. <laughs> but Christy, do you want to do you want to tell us about what the plot is for Ella and the Little Sorcerer? Yes, let's get into it. Um no, I should say I should say actually right off the oh, bat. No. Uh-huh. Um this is going to be a clipless episode as evidenced by, you know, usually I try and do some introduction to the to the movie in the beginning uh-huh. of the episode. This is the movie that my DVD ripping program um, <laughs> refuses to acknowledge as a movie. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, there's no clips in this one. Decided Oops. that this isn't a film, actually. Yeah, it just gives up after the first 20 minutes, and I don't know why. So maybe I might have, like, maybe maybe I could find something within that 20 minutes I to mean, put at the beginning. Maybe. I, I did have to... I did have to sign up for a Crave membership to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. Well, we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, I did breathe. This I made breathe. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did have to it? pay ten real human dollars to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But we'll get into that. <laughs> yes, but right now let's get into the summary for. Ella and the Little Sorcerer. (laughs) The film begins with a quick recap of the original, 
namely that an evil witch turned young Prince Alex into a mouse and replaced him with a fake prince named Olaf. The witch was eventually defeated thanks in part to Ella, a kind young woman, and Crystal, an apprentice sorcerer. The film picks up where the previous one ended off, with Prince Alex still trapped in the form of a mouse. Crystal bursts into the room with a spell book under her arm, claiming that she could finally brew a potion to turn Alex back into a human. The potion is brewed and given to Alex, but it unfortunately does not work correctly, sickening Alex in the process. Crystal consults the spell book and realizes the potion didn't work because she is only an apprentice. They decide to consult the author of the spell book, one Professor Know-It-All, for help. Alex opts to sit this adventure out, since he's still reeling from the effects of the bad potion. Thankfully, Professor Know-It-All does indeed have the answer. Alex needs the Life Stone, a magical stone used by the Guardian of the Forest in a forest castle on the other side of the ocean. And luckily for them, the Professor also knows of a sentient cloud that they can use to travel across the ocean. An overzealous crystal ends up angering the cloud in her efforts to tame him with her magic, but thankfully Ella is there to defuse the situation and the cloud eventually agrees to fly them to the location of the lifestone. While flying there, Ella notices that Crystal is looking pretty down in the dumps. Crystal admits that she feels like she hasn't been of any help, as Ella has been the one saving the day while Crystal and her magic have only caused trouble. Crystal fears that she'll never become a full sorcerer and debates quitting magic altogether. Ella manages to convince Crystal that if she keeps trying, she'll become a great sorcerer one day. After all that, the group finally arrives at the forest castle. Crystal and the mice create a diversion while Ella sneaks in. Ella is caught snooping by the forest guardian, and just as she tries to explain herself, Crystal barges in and once again tries to solve the problem with magical violence. And once again, Ella de-escalates the situation, telling the Forest Guardian that they just want to borrow the Lifestone. Unfortunately for them, they find out that the Queen of the Desert has already stolen the Lifestone. Ella offers to steal back the Lifestone from the Queen of the Desert, in exchange for getting to use it just the once to save Alex. The Guardian agrees, and Ella and the others set off for the Desert Palace. On that cue, we cut to the Desert Palace, where we see the aforementioned Queen of the Desert with none other than a now brunette Olaf. Olaf has already heard that Ella and Crystal are on the way to take back the Lifestone, and so he makes a deal with the Desert Queen. In exchange for the Desert Queen giving him Alex's kingdom, Olaf promises to convince Crystal to join her army. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because it's never explained why this fucker is here. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, he's just gone. I didn't know who he was at first. I'm like, who's this guy? And then they're like, oh, it's Olaf. I'm like, oh, right, him. Okay, all right. Oh, I, I, all right, I guess. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Back with Ella and Crystal, the two are making their way through the forest when Crystal and Ella start to fight. Frustrated, Ella blurts out that not every problem needs magic to solve it. Offended, Crystal runs off, and Ella and the mice opt to continue on without her. Crystal ends up wandering into the desert and ends up running into Olaf. Olaf, having witnessed the fight earlier, tells Crystal that Ella and the others were just using her for her magic and that the Desert Queen wants to help her become a master sorcerer. Meanwhile, Ella and the mice also find their way into the desert. 
Ella begins to feel very guilty about her fight with Crystal, and decides that they're going to find her and make amends. They don't get very far when they run into a trap, laid by Crystal herself. It appears that Olaf won Crystal over, and that they are now working together. Ella apologizes to Crystal, saying that she's sorry that she wasn't more supportive of Crystal's magic. Much to Olaf's surprise, Crystal immediately accepts the apology, and turns her trap on Olaf instead. Ella and Crystal agree to go to the desert castle together, leaving Olaf behind in the trap. The group arrives at the desert castle, and the desert queen is there to greet them. The desert queen offers an arrangement. If Crystal agrees to stay with her, she'll let Ella borrow the stone. Crystal agrees, thinking this is the best way for them to not only get the stone, but for her to get the magic education that she needs to become a full sorcerer. The Desert Queen gri- The Desert Queen gri- The Desert Queen gri- Fuck. Gri- <laughs> De- <clears throat> you got this. The Desert- The de- <laughs> Desert- The Desert Queen gri- Why- Grives. Grives? I keep wanting to say Grives. The Desert Queen gives? The Desert Queen gri- The Desert Queen gives Crystal. You got the it. Desert, the Desert Queen gives Griffs. Fuck me. <laughs> Why so fucking hard? The Desert Queen gives Fuck. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. I don't know. The Desert Queen gives Crystal the stone only it's fake. That's the best I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. You did it. Keep going. Just Keep going. We're moving on. The fake stone gives the Desert Queen control of Crystal's body, and she forces Crystal to use her magic on Ella, forcing her off a nearby cliff to her apparent death. Thankfully, Ella is bruised, but still alive. Determined to save Crystal, Ella begins climbing up the cliff. She manages to make her way back up to the castle, where Crystal has been imprisoned. Ella confronts the Desert Queen, acting as a distraction while the mice friends attempt to steal the real-life gem from the Queen's scepter. The mice manage to steal the throne, freeing Crystal in the process. Crystal tries to fight the Desert Queen, but she's no match for her power, and is turned into a lifeless doll. Just then, the Forest Guardian arrives, and she and the Desert Queen begin to fight. Olaf arrives to try and take the lifestone from Ella and the mice, but thankfully the cloud from earlier returns, and the group manages to return the lifestone to the Forest Guardian. With the power of the stone, the Desert Queen is finally defeated. Together with the Forest Guardian, the group returns home, but Crystal remains a doll. The Forest Guardian reveals that the lifestone only has enough power left to save one of Ella's friends. Alex requests that Crystal be given the lifestone, saying that he's okay remaining a mouse so long as they're all together. With that, the lifestone is given to Crystal. Not only does Crystal return to life, but it turns out that by absorbing the stone's power, Crystal becomes a full-fledged sorcerer and is now qualified to brew the potion to change Alex back. And so, as the film draws to a close, we are treated to a slideshow of still images showing the group recollecting <laughs> potion ingredients and unceremoniously restoring Alex to his true human form. He's fine now. He's fine. Cue credits. da do Hooray! The end! The end! <laughs> oh, I love that ending. I love that ending so much. It's very good. It's just... <laughs> it's Don't so, worry about it. 
It's yeah, it is like don't worry. It's it's great. It's so hard to convey in audio form just like getting to see the film basically stop and then just wrap things up in the span of of less than a minute. Yeah. You know, this has been the main main quest of the series is to restore Prince Alex to his human form. <laughs> And it gets wrapped up. It gets with wrapped a up in a slideshow. It's just so good. Oh, I love uh, it. I, I definitely thought that they like as the film was drawing to a close. I assumed that this was just going to be like there was going to be another movie because that's how the first movie ends. Exactly. Is that Alex remained a mouse. So that's, you know, we're going to do a third. We're going to do a third movie, everybody. Nope. Fuck that. Nope. It's resolved. It's, it's done. We fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. So they're they're gearing up to have another film. This time Crystal will be like a full whiz or full sorcerer. So she can go and like she'll be more powerful and they'll like have to track down a, a more powerful spell or some sh- shit like that. No. No, no. No. Don't worry about it. Don't don't do not worry a thing about it. We're fucking down, done here. <laughs> it makes it feel like they either ran out of budget or they ran out of interest and like they were just like <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, it's like just, they were they were totally planning on setting up another one and then it was like, oh. You know, actually fucking never mind <laughs> yeah actually fuck this actually, yeah you know what nah yeah and it's we're just, done i like i'm glad that they didn't leave things hanging for the audience knowing that there probably isn't going to be a third film yeah um but at the same time it's just so it's what a weird way to end what? the series yeah like all of this stuff and then it's like we don't even get like the like a big transformation sequence. We don't get we get nothing. He's no, fine. No, yeah. And and they lived happily ever after. Lived I happily guess happily ever after the end. Mm-hmm. I, I just <laughs> I love that so much. So good. I love when a film just like at the very end, end of a movie. Just yeah, it just stops. Yeah. <laughs> so the film just runs out. You know, it's like when you're it's like when you're writing an essay for school and you have like a max number of pages that that you have to work within. So uh-huh. you just have to like try and cram like all your points into like the last like two paragraphs. Yeah. Very good. A plus. No <laughs> ten out of ten would not would not change a thing. Oh. You couldn't you couldn't have cut out one of the you couldn't have cut out where they go to the random cat house in the middle of a cave yeah. where there's a cat chef and she makes cat like she makes cool food and the mice are like man this food's fucking sick as hell and she's like oh my god thank you and that's it like they you yeah. couldn't have cut yeah. that part out you couldn't have cut out the the weird <laughs> tree guide when they first yeah. get across the ocean or or all of the the, the, the the like magical possessions in the in the forest witch's house coming to life and begging to be stolen away for no apparent reason. Yeah, and that that was too that was too good to keep to not know. Okay. Yeah. This yeah this film has so much padding. This film is it is feature it's length all padding. 
it's all it's yeah it's basically it's the the entire film is padding it just feels like they were struggling super hard to fill time which is just bizarre because you are the ones that decided the length of this movie and yeah. the plot like if if you're struggling to fill time fucking figure something else out to do with your movie or don't make it feature length do a golden films just have it 50 minutes then just it i don't get it <laughs> i don't get the logic yeah well and especially like with so like the cat scene yeah so like as you said yeah. so they they run into this cat the cat tries to eat them at first but then is won over because they compliment her food and then you have this moment where she basically talks about like it's like it's it's meant to make ella feel guilty about crystal because the cat talks about like people not believing in her cooking or and and Obviously, that makes Ella think about how she allegedly didn't believe in... Um... Which is nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. To, to touch on that, literally all she says is, sometimes we don't need magic to solve all of our problems. Yeah. And Crystal's like, that means you hate me, and you have never believed in my magic, and I'm leaving <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. um... Several okay. leaps were made in the span of very few seconds. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it, it it's it's all just meant to make Ella feel guilty, and it's like okay, like I guess I see what the purpose of the scene is. But there's already the bit with the bear. <laughs> yes, well that's what we get soon after. We get a scene, another scene where Ella runs across a bear and it attacks her, um, and then. Ella just is just able to talk down the bear and then he decides in exchange for letting them go he'll he just wants Ella to read him a letter from his brother and it turns out that the the bear had a fight with his brother and the letter is the brother telling him how sorry he is and asking for forgiveness for all yeah. the harsh things he said so it's just another scene of guilt tripping Ella but like fucking why do you have two why do you need two and also she like it's it was a weird it, the whole scene where they split up is so fucking bizarre yeah yeah because it's like there there's like two paths there's a fork in the road and ella's like if we go this way it'll be much shorter and and crystal's like i get really bad vibes from that mm -hmm. way like i think there's some kind of some kind of magical horse shit down this path we should take the other path and ella's like no no, we can't. We have to go the fast way. We have to go the fast way. Yeah. And and like to up until this point, Ella has been like the most the voice like, of reason. Yeah, and like she's she's just been so like like nice beyond all possible belief. So like utterly supportive of Crystal to the point that she almost once like she at one point risked her life to rescue yeah. Crystal's wand. Yeah, and then to have her just be like completely disregard her yeah yeah like for all all of a sudden in this scene ella turns into like she has a different personality and she's telling crystal to basically just like chill out and like there's nothing to be worried about stop stop worrying over nothing and and then they have their little fight it's like we and then she has plot she has a plot specific uh personality like yeah it, she she is whatever the story needs at that point in time. It's it's so it's so frustrating and unnecessary because here's the thing, Crystal in this movie has been a bit of a shit, and so 
it would make sense for Ella to be frustrated with her. Like, yeah, she has been a total shit. Yeah. And it it would make sense to have this building frustration over the course of the movie. Because, like, Crystal keeps jumping into these situations to, like, try and prove herself, I think. Where she wants to be the hero, she wants to save everybody with her magic, but she just keeps making situations worse because it turns out not many people respond kindly if you just shove a magic wand in their face and tell them to do what you want them to do. Yeah. People are reasonably off-put by the fact that she keeps jumping into these situations that way. Yeah. And... And so, yeah, it, it, may, it would make complete sense in any other movie if, you know, I feel like this would be something that happens, like, you know, maybe, like, at the 75% of the way mark through the movie, where you, uh-huh. where, like, the characters have gotten, like, they've gotten more and more frustrated with each other. Maybe they've had a bunch more setbacks or something. Um, and, yeah, and they have, and then they have the fight. And then it's, it's like, a very, like, earned moment. Yeah, um, it is not earned at this point. At this point in time, with the movie, even though Crystal is being a little shit, Ella has has shown no inkling towards being frustrated with her up until this point. Yeah, yeah, and even even you know what? No, even here, it's not like she's frustrated with her. She's just like, we maybe don't need a uh, magical attack power all the time. But Crystal reacts to it like she's told her that she's never believed in her magic before in her life and that she's useless and worthless. And it's like, no, that's not what she said. She just said, sometimes you don't need to attack things with magic. Yeah. It's just that whole scene. That whole scene is just amazing. And (laughs) I also really love, too, is that Crystal, Crystal runs off and... Ella and the mice just immediately go, well, there's nothing we could do. We have to press on. Yeah. Like, I mean, you couldn't, like, I, she's being a little shit, but you could also take two seconds. Yeah. To go and, like, go, like, Help talk your to friend, your friend. maybe, a little bit. Yeah. Especially because, like, you see at the end of the scene, you see a shot of Crystal and she's literally just, like, hiding behind, like, a tree, maybe, like, 50 feet away. And, like, just, like, I guess listening as her friends decide, okay, let's just move on. Like, fuck it. (sighs) Yeah. We got shit to do. (laughs) Damn. Like, like when Olaf, like, shows up later on and he's trying to convince uh, Crystal that, like, her friends suck and they've never cared about her. It's, like, obviously he's, like, wrong, but I will say, like, the fact that they completely ditched her. Like, I think he has a line. Oh, did I write it down? Um, oh yeah, like Crystal says, like she she says they'll come looking for me, and like I think he like, points but out they that, haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean they didn't. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like if they're gonna like, come looking for you, where are they? Yeah, like they 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 if they wanted to, like it wouldn't have even like they like nothing like really separated them other than Crystal running fifty feet away. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. It's a whole, it's, like, there's, there's some contrivanced ways to, like, separate party members in, in, in things, uh, mm-hmm. to separate, like, groups, to, like, very contrived situations. Yeah. This is, this is one of, this is a bad one. This is a, a, one of the worst offenders, I think. 
Oh yeah, and and again, like it could have worked. It, yeah, it could have worked, and I could see how it would work in another a better plotted movie. Yeah, especially because in this movie, this movie has a thing about very low stakes for the majority of it. Because, mm-hmm. as alluded to, aside from the uh, the desert queen. And I guess technically Olaf, but he's like such a nothing burger in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he's nothing. Um, but aside from them, every conflict in this movie is solved by Ella just explaining what they're doing and talking with whatever aggressor they've run into. Yeah. And it's, I like, on one hand, like, like the first couple times it happens... It's it's sort of refreshing that it's just like a fun little thing of like oh you know like it's not like not every problem needs to be solved by an action sequence sometimes you could just show that characters are compassionate or like you know just like talking it out helps like I don't mind that being a message in a kids film yeah um, well yeah absolutely it's just after a while like it starts to feel like there's just no stakes in this movie because any problem. It's just solved by Ella going, oh, hey, excuse me, can we just, like, we just, we gotta just get a, the life stone for a friend. And then the bad guy of the, the scene goes, oh, okay, sorry, please continue. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, th- well, when you put it that way, continue. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, my bad. I guess, like, it's, it's, it's very strange. The stakes hmm. are very low. Yeah. Until they're extremely high. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, a huge difficulty spike at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, I don't even fucking get the sorceress's plan. Like, oh, God, not no. one step of the way. Like, well, I think, I think her whole plan was to use the power, like, the nigh infinite power of the life stone, which is. Uh, depleted at the end of the film. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but to use it to like, because she's the queen of the desert, so more desert equals more power for her. And like, she's like, I'm gonna use the stone to drain the life out of everything and make everything a desert. So I will be the most powerful. It's like, all right, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like that. I guess like that bit. Like that bit makes sense. But it's sure. like. But the whole like I'm good to do. I wanted sorceress from my army. This little sorceress apprentice. Yeah. yeah. Only only crystal can do apparently. Which yeah, I don't get this part because we don't see crystal really do anything in the film to warrant such attention from the sorceress. Like the sorceress no. comments on her potential, but it's like okay, well, like what what showed you her potential? Like, maybe it's just, it's one of those, like, I can feel the latent power within you. With the right molding, you could become all-powerful. Maybe, but it's just like... But it, nothing is ever, you know, explained in that yeah, way. Yeah, no. So. <laughs> you, need, you need, like, a big scene where Crystal, you know, like, again, like, they, they run into an obstacle and Crystal uses magic. But maybe she fucks it up so bad that it's like... This, like, huge display of magic that goes completely haywire, but it's what makes the Desert Queen notice Crystal and decide that she is like, wow, look at this 
Like, look at all this untapped magic power that if she knew how to control it, or if I could control her magic. If I could control it, then, well, we'd be unstoppable together. Mm-hmm. Or some shit yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, because in, instead, instead what happens is that fucking Olaf... <laughs> fucking Olaf is like, like uh, uh, the, uh, if I do this, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a little magic girl. I can get her for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, first off, first off, Olaf, where did you come from? Yeah, well, how did like, you get how, here? How did you get here? Um, number two, weren't you, like, implied to be dead in the, in the first film? And then number three, why did you change it, your hair color? It just turned his hair brown. Yeah, it's just... That was that was the most confusing thing to me, because I, 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 I like I tend to remember these films pretty good. So, I when I first watched this film, I you know I remembered Olaf. I knew who Olaf was from the first movie. I'm I'm so glad that you remember these things. My ass did not recall. I re- well I remembered him, but I did not recognize him. Because I, and I was just confused. I, cause I was like, but Olaf was like, like, I remember him being like, like, it might've been more of a dirty blonde, but it was like distinctly, he was blonde because Alex was a brunette in his human form. And it was almost like a way of like separating the two, you know, you have the fake blonde prince and the real brunette prince. Well, and you know what? I think we, I think we discussed, we might've discussed this in, in the, uh, in our in our podcast episode for that first movie because we in the film in that first movie alex was turned into a mouse when he was like a five-year-old kid and so when like people would know like they would have a general idea of what he should look like and instead they swapped him out for this presumably um (laughs) you know this completely different looking blonde kid (laughs) Eh, close enough yeah uh, it's fine Uh, whatever no one's looking that hard yeah. But yeah, so I I did not fucking recognize Olaf. And especially, you know, again, you're you're kind of led to believe that he might have died at the end of the last film. Yeah. We are told in this movie that they had to travel across an ocean to get to the Desert Queen and and all of that shit. So yeah, how the fuck did Olaf get there? How did he know all of this shit was going on? And like, how, like, how does this work? And the, like the then the fucking desert queen just takes takes him at his word apparently, I guess yeah. Also like, okay maybe you can remind me at the end of mm-hmm. the first movie because he's like I want the kingdom back. Yeah, Alex doesn't appear to be ruling that kingdom. Who is ruling the kingdom right now? <laughs> okay yeah, and this is this is like yeah this is a, a I don't who have know what... been, who has been left in charge of this entire kingdom. At the end of the first film. We saw like Alex, like was it was appeared to be at the castle, and he was like giving orders to people. So he was acting as prince. In this film, it's like I don't know if we're supposed to assume that he's doing that off camera or something. But okay, it just kind of looks like he's just living with with yeah, he's just uh, like fucking chilling in the woods. Yeah. With Ella Which, and Crystal and the other two mice, whose names I always forget. Oh, they don't. I didn't even bother to write them down because it <laughs> does not matter. <laughs> I 
it, it bothers me that the one mouse looks more like a hamster. He is a hamster. He has no tail. He's a little hamster boy. But they keep referring to him as a mouse. So Apparently. it's like they want you to believe. That's bullshit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if like Alex is just on vacation or like, it'd be really funny if he just decided actually I don't want to be Prince. Um, turns out uh, I can like leave this to like a cousin or... I don't know, yeah. anyone else? Like, like, fuck it. Like, let's put Olaf back on the throne. I don't care. Yeah. Like, maybe if Olaf just asked, he could have been, yeah. like, stayed as prince. For all he knew. He comes back and they're like, oh, thank God. We'd actually, like, this sucks. You can have yeah. this back. Just be a good king or we'll come and, like, kick your ass again or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it seems like just, like, talking things out does a, goes a long way in this film's universe, yeah. <laughs> so it might have worked. Uh, it yeah. is, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they changed his hair color, and it's weird because it's not, like, it's not like it's part of a disguise. The characters in the movie recognize Olaf, and that's the only reason why I think either of us figured out it was him. Yeah, no, like, I didn't, I had no idea until someone told, was like, oh, Olaf, and I'm like, wait, oh, that was the guy from the first, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, right, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Which, which is especially bad, because he gets mentioned in that little intro to this movie. Yeah, well, no, if, if no one, if he hadn't been mentioned in the intro, I wouldn't have known. They would have said Olaf, and I'd be like, who the fuck is Olaf? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's go to my notes, shall we? Okay. Uh. Oh. The fucking cloud creature is a nightmare. <laughs> I, I do. He thing. looks like he looks like he would be fun to touch, at least. Yes. No. Like he's he looks very soft and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, his eyeballs terrifying because they're yeah, these yeah. solid orbs in something that otherwise seems gaseous uh he makes like fucking animal crossing ass noises (laughs) (laughs) but like not in an endearing way yeah and like i can't tell if he's a baby or a dog terrifying don't Don't like him he's weird he's a He's a bit of a mystery, and it's kind of weird because um, Professor Know-It-All basically just tells them, um, yeah, there's just, like, a sentient cloud in my backyard. Um, Yeah, he just just... fucking lives there, I guess. Yeah, you could just, like, use him to get to the the desert fort, the desert castle, whatever. (laughs) He'll take you. I'm too busy going to uh, a race. That's a subplot. That's a little bit of extra business. Just in case you needed something else. This is, oh, this is like another example of the padding, actually. There's there's two parts to it. First off is that Professor Know-It-All denies that he's Professor Know-It-All for a bit. For and some so the reason. Ca- and so the characters all have to, like, argue with him. Like, no, we're pretty sure you're Professor Know-It-All. Um, until he finally, like, is forced to admit it. And then, as part of that... He, like, what what reveals him uh, conclusively to be Professor Know-It-All is that he gets an invitation to the next race, because, like, in this forest world, they have a yearly race or some shit. And, and I think it's invitation. supposed to be some kind of tortoise-in-the-hair joke, I guess. 
Well, yeah, it's, I, I will I will admit, I did kind of, it's, it, like, it's executed real shittily, but I did kind of like this idea <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, um, yeah, like, so you build it up, like, oh, like, Professor Know-It-All won this race, and then you get to see, you get, they go to the, the forest, and they run into this sentient tree, and he's, like, happily telling them that, oh, well, I could take you to, uh, the forest castle, uh, you know, I just gotta follow me. And they mentioned Professor Know-It-All, and he mentions that, oh, I know Professor Know-It-All. I was second, I was runner-up. Uh, I was second place in the race last year. Yeah. And then he starts to run, and the joke is that he's, he's so slow, you guys. He's so oh, he's slow so at running. so slow, and it's so funny. He's so <laughs> slow, and I did, ho, I will ho, admit, ho. I did kind of laugh, laugh at that. Because it's like, all right, that's I don't mind that. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. But they don't let the like, joke die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they murder that joke after though. Because yeah. then you have to see like five minutes of them hammering in the joke that oh man, this tree is so slow and everybody is walking so slow, but they can't just like you know, they can't just go faster because he's running the fastest that he can. And then, and then that scene just ends because they get to, um, an, oh, like a cliff overhanging the forest castle, and then they're like, "Oh well, we could just go the rest of." Well, our we'll way. take it from here. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And then we never see the tree again. No, he's he. We we see some of the other characters at the end of the film. Come back and like in the slideshow, fuck fuck the tree. He's gone. Yeah. Bye. He he probably wanted to be in the slideshow, but you know, he's <laughs> he still running to get there. Yeah, he's still he's still running to this day. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's just so many. It's another because I think the first film was very similar in that it's like a lot of things happen in this film, but fucking nothing happens in this film. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, the first film it felt a bit more exciting because the nothing that happened in that first movie was usually like a lot of like action scenes or just weird dumb shit that like yeah it did none of it mattered but it kept you very entertained <laughs> um this movie is definitely i re- i when i was watching it um it was not an exciting watch i sometimes mm-hmm. i really look forward to rewatching these movies as an excuse to see them again this one it was just like oh, okay this is not as fun as I remember. And when you said you were we were doing this film this week, I was like, oh yeah, I remember the first one being kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Alright, this should be fun. This should be interesting. And like, <laughs> I made you I made you pay ten dollars for And you this made shit. me pay ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> to get a crave subscription so I can watch it. I'm sorry. <sighs> it's fine. We originally we were going to watch this earlier in the year when I think you had like a trial of Crave or something. Well, no, because I looked into it and I was like, I thought I could get a a free trial for Crave and then it's like, no, there's no free trial. Fuck you. Sign up. Oh, shit. All right. Well, 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 if if anybody could recommend any good shows on Crave. Yeah, let me know if there's anything I should look at on Crave. In Canada, yeah. specifically. Oh, I think uh, Our Flag Means Death might be on Crave. Oh, Canada. I should watch that. 
There you go. There you go. There, go. there we go. <laughs> Make that $10 worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, do you, what's interesting about this film, so I've, I've mentioned um, the DVD for this. I'm pretty sure my DVD, it must be a bootleg or something. Because <laughs> I, I have not found- How did you get a bootleg? How? Pardon? How did you get a bootleg of this? eBay? Who? No, but I mean, like, who would make a bootleg of this? Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Like, who would fucking waste their effort on this? Damn. Yeah, I don't, I, I, like, I've been, because I've been waiting for this movie for a while. Yeah. Because, you know, anytime I see that there's a sequel to a film like Cinderella and the Secret Prince, where it's like, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one, I want to see what other bullshit happens to these characters, I'm, I'm all for it. So I was waiting for this one, um, and... I kind of just, like, kept every so often I would just, like, Google it and just see what would pop up. Um, and eventually I did find the DVD. And again, it was on eBay. And it's, like, it it refuses to to <laughs> let itself be ripped. It is some, some kind of cursed. We haven't discovered what Christy has now been cursed with yet. But we'll, we'll report yeah. back when we discover. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Because it, it's just... It, yeah, it just, again, it just refuses. And I've, even, like, Disney films with you, you think would have, like, the greatest level of security to prevent people from ripping those. <laughs> I've managed, I've done it, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this. I, I like to think that it's just the program, like, just deciding, like, no, we don't. It's like, we don't. I will save you from yourself. Yeah, you're clearly, you're clearly making some kind of mistake trying to watch this movie. <laughs> let me help you. Let um, me, let, let me save you. Yes. But uh, the interesting thing, one of the interesting things that I found while Googling for this movie, Brie, uh -huh. is that um, you might have noticed at the beginning of this film that there was mention of Cineplex. Yeah, I do have that noted down in that it was a, a Cineplex Pictures film. Yes. What does that mean? For some reason... This film was one that Cineplex picked up to show in their theaters. Um, I don't know if they paid any kind of money to produce the actual movie or like the um, like the the English language production. I don't know, it, or if it was maybe just they picked it up and they were just the distributor of this film. Uh -huh. Um, but. It meant that this film did see at least some kind of limited theatrical release wow. up here in Canada. Um, and and I, re huh. I remember when I first discovered this, Brie, it was during the COVID times. <gasps> and I was so fucking tempted to go see it. <laughs> so tempted. <laughs> because, like, how often... Do you How? get to see yeah. a movie like this, a oh. bullshit bad princess movie, on the big screen? On the big screen. How how oh. fun would have that been? Um, I resisted, though. I mean, good. Yes. Well, that's... I thought... I figured just for sure, if I were to have seen this movie in theaters, that guaranteed I would have caught COVID. Because, <laughs> like... That's, you know, like, that's part of the curse. 
Yeah, because even if the theater was <laughs> empty and I was the only person there, I yeah. felt like I would have caught COVID because that's just like, like, like that's just taunting the universe, you know? Like the universe would have wanted me to explain to my oh. friends and family that I caught COVID because I went to see <laughs> Ella and the Little Sorcerer in theaters. Just, I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity to. Yeah, see. I just, I had seen this, this real shit movie and in theaters, <laughs> and they would have asked me, "Oh, like, was it worth it?" And I would have been like, "No, no it was not. Not, not even at slightly. All. Not even like if if it was." <laughs> If it was something that, like, as, like, fucking bonkers as the first movie, it might have been worth it. But, like, not for this movie. Not for this. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the saddest. God. Yeah. It would have been fucking. I, I, I would have been fascinating, though. Because I would have loved to seen what kind of audience was going to this film. Because. Oh, it, well, it would have been parents with their young kids. Yeah, like you would. Yeah. you would not have. You, your viewing experience would have been midday on a weekday mm-hmm. with with a bunch of parents and children, and those kids probably would have been so fucking bored. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I kind of wish that I had gone. <laughs> like it would have just been like a fascinating just to like people watch and just see. The, the 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 bored kids, the pissed off parents, oh, probably on. thinking, I fucking bought like this. Uh, how much money did I spend? They paid more than ten dollars. Sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you bring the kids <laughs> to the theaters, really have to you know buy the kid popcorn, yeah. buy them drinks, and all, and all that shit. Yeah, and, I would have been. And then so, they watch I, this. Yeah, I would have been so fucking mad if I was a parent and I brought my kid to see what I thought was like maybe a cute little film and I got this. <laughs> and it must have been bizarre too because as the film opens up with that recap of the first movie. It's like, oh. Oh, is this, this a, a sequel? sequel? Yeah. Like, like there's a whole another ass movie that we should have seen <laughs> to understand the full fucking like imagine imagine if you had never seen the first fucking movie and and you saw this movie and you saw that ending and it was just like oh okay like i i had no idea this mouse was actually a prince and now he's a human again with no effort <laughs> well i mean like you, you you would know that he's a prince because that they say it in the in the recap. <laughs> you're told. You're told. You're told that he's a prince. Yeah, but then that would have been. Oh, that would have been great because that would have been because we saw having seen the first movie, we saw what Alex looks like as a human. So we we had the magical grand reveal of his his like anime pretty boy face. I mean, um, we did. Did I remember it? No, no. But like, we did have that. Yes. Yeah, but then that would have mean like if. For anybody who had never seen the first film, you your your only your grand reveal of the print of Alex would have been in that in the slideshow at the end of the movie. Like, imagine if at, at the end of Beauty and the Beast, it's like, just to a slideshow. It cuts to a slideshow, and you just see like like just one still image of like the human form of the beast, and that's it. That's it. Oh shit, that would be great. Oh God. Oh, I, just, I love it. I love it so much. 
This is why I love these stupid fucking movies. Oh, they're so... I don't know why this gives me so much joy. Other oh, people's <laughs> paid. <laughs> oh, goodness. Fascinating. I love it. Uh, you know what did rule? You know what does rule in this film? Or What's who does that? who who does rule? Who the do? forest guardian? She's so oh, fucking yeah. cool. It makes me sad that she's apparently like underpowered or whatever. Yeah. Like she's not as strong. But like, man, she's so cool. She it's it's kind of funny that she sort of gets all the glory at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like cuz she we see her at the beginning of the film and she kind of, she gives Ella her quest. And then she kind of shows up out of nowhere at the end to save the day. I was so confused, but then I remembered that she said she'd be watching her because she gives Ella a necklace. Or no, a bracelet. Um, yeah. And she's like, I will be watching you through this. Or or yeah. this necklace will keep a track on you or something. So there is some kind of reason for her to be there. But yeah, she just shows up at the end <laughs> to have a cool magical battle with the with the desert queen. Yeah. Yeah. But like her design looks sick as hell. I'm like, yeah. I want a movie about this lady. Yeah, she seems rad. She's like a take no shit kind of person too. Yeah. She's got, she's just a she's just a badass sorceress lady. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. More of her, please. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in, instead it's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I don't know why they act like Ella is like the big savior at the end of the movie like i mean i guess like she's the one that returned to life well okay actually hold on gotta you gotta focus it on this part because it was kind of confusing because okay. uh they so they managed to steal the life stone from uh-huh. the desert queen and then the forest guardian shows up and tells ella to get it back like get the the stone take the stone back to i guess the forest castle while she handles the desert queen but then ella instead doubles <laughs> like she starts running away but then she decides to double back to give the stone to the the forest guardian and then the forest guardian uses the stone to just to destroy well not destroy she team rocket um launches blasts the, off again yeah yeah, launches the Desert Queen. <laughs> so I guess, the, so I think that that moment just very, that very much confused me. Like, why did the Forest Guardian send Ella, like, act like Ella had to return the the Life Stone to the forest? I don't. When I don't know. I and I I'm guessing as I'm talking, I think the answer is probably just more padding. Yeah, like, we need something for Ella to do in this scene, mm-hmm. uh, so she's going to run away. Yeah. I guess. Even even though you could have just had the thing that Ella had to do in the scene was just more of the keep away with the stone from Olaf. Th- uh, d- that- huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's this, this is it's such an interesting film to think about and cuz sometimes we watch these films and there's something off but I don't really know what I would do to fix it. Mhm. 
this is a film where it's like <laughs> there's so much like there's just like so much that feels kind of obvious as yeah, as somebody like, watching. <laughs> I know exactly what I'd do to fix. <laughs> Yeah, yes. and it's just kind of like, why didn't you just do this from the start? What? How did? How did no one suggest this at any point? Yeah, like no, no one. Ella, Ella gets the stone. The forest guardian shows up, but before Ella can give her the stone, Olaf takes it, and and just ha- and then it becomes a thing of the guardian has to fight the desert queen to stall for time while Ella gets the stone to her. That's, that's almost essentially what happens in the movie. And yet, and yet, and yet it is so much more convoluted than it ever had to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They, they should have just had Olaf be some like flunky of the, uh, the desert queen, just like some, like, I don't know, new character. But Christy, the call, the the callbacks, the meaningful callbacks for the people who cherish and love that first film. I guess I yeah, and and all the people <laughs> who came to would have been happy to see it in theaters. Uh huh. God. Yeah. It's, I, it's, Why? Uh, <sighs> yeah. So, something. Something else about the ending. Uh huh. Um, the crystal becoming a full sorcerer is so fucking unearned. Oh god, yeah, no. <laughs> the the movie tries to act like Crystal earned the title because of her actions in the film, but like she she like did fucking dick all. Like when when things when things like really hit, you know, they hit the fan. In this uh-huh. movie, Crystal was turned into a lifeless doll. She had no fucking impact. On the big showdown at the end of the film, but but, but her her strength of of heart and character, Christy. I've, yeah, apparently, yeah. You know, that's, that's definitely that's... there and on display throughout the film that you can definitely see and tell. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know what a what a fucking beacon of good behavior Crystal was in this. I do have the note, Crystal learned not to be a shit disturber challenge, in parentheses, impossible. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) She gets rewarded for it instead, the little turd. Like, she really is just kind of like, like... When you were talking about how they should have had, like, Ella become frustrated with her during the film as more of a justification for their falling out... I like I was frustrated with this character. I'm like, can we I like at the same time I can acknowledge that like this feels like a a child character that feels like a child character. Like she feels young and she feels like she's got a lot of false bravado, but she's also annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can tell that she's like young and needs to learn lessons and all that stuff, but that doesn't make her not annoying. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't learn any lessons. No, she she doesn't, and she gets to be a full sorcerer, even though, like, this whole thing about her being a full sorcerer, it's so bizarre, because the movie sets up a much different ending. Um, because uh-huh. we have, in the beginning of the film, we have 
just these conversations with Ella and Crystal where, you know, Ella is encouraging Crystal to, like, like, just keep trying. Like, it doesn't matter how much you fail. You just keep trying and you'll be a great sorcerer one day. And so that kind of sets up this, again, like, this is how I would fucking do this movie. <laughs> is at the end, you have Crystal, you know, trying to face off against the Desert Queen. And she maybe she keeps just getting beat down. You know, like, she is no match for the Desert Queen, but she keeps trying. She keeps picking her ass up, and she keeps trying, and that's maybe what makes the Lifestone choose hers, because it sees that she is dedicated, and she's not gonna give up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, like, it, it, yeah, that would, that would be good, and a a good, like, a good, (laughs) meaningful way to, like, tie some story threads together. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and you could have had Crystal could have had the big final like the finale moment of of dispatching the Desert Queen, you know. Uh-huh. And then it wouldn't have just been this last minute thing of like, "Oh, I guess you were you you earned this crystal with your whole doing nothing." <laughs> well earned, Crystal. Yeah. Like, fuck it, why didn't the Lifestone pick Ella? Ella was the one fixing shit. <laughs> the entire fucking movie. Uh, an excellent question. Anyway, next question. <laughs> next question. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what, what else? Okay, let's movie? look at the... Look at my couple of pages of notes here. Uh... The lamp is very cute. There was mm-hmm. some cute... Here's the thing. They break into the Forest Queen's castle manor, whatever, find a room full of magical items that are like, oh my god, please take me out of here. And I was like, is she evil? Is she a bad person? No. Yeah. Turns out they well, just wanted to go, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's a very weird scene because all these little like magical items are begging... Ella to steal them yeah. and it's just like wh- why why is, yeah like is and again the answer just appears to be padding padding it we just wanted a funny little sequence where Ella gets to talk to some magical floating items yeah and like it like it's okay to have like fun like little silly scenes like that if they establish something like if it establishes character or like yeah if there's a reason tension. Yeah, there's no fucking reason. There's not, there's no discernible reason for these magical items to be like, oh my god, please steal me. I want to get out of here. Let's go. Please steal me. I'll Take me on your adventures. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, you're already in the possession of who, who appears to be one of the strongest magic users around. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I liked the sequence. All the like little characters that that are in that room. Like, I like the little suit of armor. He's funny. I liked the the lamp is extremely cute. I really mm-hmm. like the design of the lamp because there's yeah. like this little lantern that like flies around and it's like, oh my god, I can light your way for you. You should take me with you. And I'm like, it's a really cute little character. Does it have a purpose? Eh. And there's and like, like a sequence where they where Ella falls into a, a group of magic paintings where she's yeah. just running through the paintings for a few minutes. Why? 
uh, fuck you. It's cool, yeah. I guess. And like, sometimes fuck you, it's cool is a decent answer. Not here. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, like that could have been, that could have been like a fun thing that maybe like she tries, she ends up trying to hide from the forest guardian in the pictures or something and she gets caught or like she, I don't know, like she finds out that the forest gem or the, the life stone has been stolen because maybe it's like a hush-hush thing that the Forest Guardian doesn't want anybody to know. It doesn't want anybody to panic. And so that's how Ella discovers by happenstance that it's been taken. And that's why, maybe that's why the Forest Guardian, like, decides to, like, okay, well, you already know the secret. Maybe you could help me out. Um, or, like, the, with the Lantern, maybe the Lantern goes on their adventure and the lantern can do a bit of magic and it makes crystal feel like shitty because this lantern is like taking her place in the group because it's it's doing magic better than her there's a lot of opportunities <laughs> there's so many there's so, so many opportunities to make anything happen yeah to have a purpose for any of this this is this it's is not, again. Though. This is the type of movie I would love to like put this movie in front of a group of film students and tell them take like the basic plot, take the characters of this movie and fix come it. up yeah, fix it. Come up with your your own adaptations. How would you f what be the script doctors for this? Yeah. Because there is a good movie to be had in here and it's just like kind of like rough and misshapen and it needs to be sanded and primed yeah fix there's, this there's ways to make it but mm -hmm. uh, instead we get this <sighs> yeah instead which is not again not the worst and like no. very competently I think much like the first one very competently made Mm -hmm. Like visually, it looks nice, but there's just like this. The story is, yeah, <sighs> yeah. The story is just not gelling. It's one of those ones that it almost makes me wonder if were they working with some kind of constraints with the story? You know, did they not have a lot of time to write the script? Like what? Like it just feels like something held this movie back. And don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just extremely curious. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, it's a mystery we will never have the answer to, most likely. Nope. <laughs> no, probably nobody cares about this film other than us. Since... <laughs> <sighs> uh... All right, let me look at my notes again. This sure is a series of events. Um, <laughs> as someone who has done bouldering and climbing, the fact that Ella climbs up a sheer rock wall. Yeah, yeah. For a very long time is completely unbelievable. Absolute fucking nonsense. Yeah, just like with like a pair of boots and her bare hands. God. Yeah, uh, I I did have a I did have a note that if this was me and Brie was Crystal, then I'm sorry, Brie, but you're gonna be stuck with that fucking sorcerer because there is no <laughs> way I was making my way up that cliff. There's no way I'm making my way up that cliff. 
There's no way most <laughs> people are. I think media has given people a very a very strange opinion on how easy it is to climb up rocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very, very hard. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I I go bouldering every week. It's very, very hard. <laughs> oh, God. I All I can think of is the time that my my high school gym class, um, we, we went rock climbing, and uh-huh. I just have this very vivid experience of I wasn't even four feet off the fucking ground, and yeah. my little shrimpy, weak-ass arms could not hold my own body weight up against the wall, and I was telling, like, the person who was, um, like, what's it, like, the person who's holding your rope? Oh. Is like attached to you? Oh god, I don't know because I don't do I don't do top rope climbing. I just oh, okay. do the ones where you fall the fuck off it, the wall. Well, uh, that, this well, uh, and that's what I'm leading to is that I <laughs> I was partnered with another girl, and we were attached together with our harnesses and the rope. So as I, oh. you know, as I was climbing up, she was like kind of bringing in the rope to like yeah yeah caught. yeah. Um, I was telling her, like, okay, well, you need to, like, let me down because I could tell, like, let the rope slack because I need to climb down or I'm going to fall because my little fucking, again, my shrinky ass <laughs> fucking arms can't make it any further. <laughs> and she was struggling to figure out how to do that. Oh, and no. so while she was trying to figure out how to do that, I lost my grip. I no. fell. And because no. we were connected via the rope, <gasps> I went down. She went up. And then we ended up, like, we just kind of, like, did a yo-yo kind of thing as, like, we both eventually found, like, an equilibrium. And then the instructor had to run over and fucking save us from ourselves. (laughs) But that was the last time I ever did any kind of rock climbing. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't haven't done any of the ones where you you go up really, really high, because you... I, I just yeah. stick to the lower ones where if you fall off the wall, you'll be fine. Yeah. But all that to say, like, I, I saw her starting to go up that wall and I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot <laughs> of things to, I don't mean to nitpick, but that's, it, it's always those things where you like, I have personal experience in what they're doing on screen right now. And yeah, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, I. Yeah, like you said, like you don't want to like you don't want to nitpick, but at the same time, there is like okay, this is like really stretching it, uh, especially because like she got she got fucking flung off that cliff, like, and she's like yeah. shown to be like kind of beat up, so she is hurt. Yeah, and like, good on you for having the determination to get back on that rock, but boy, how no, don't yeah, Just, like you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, yeah, you again, I'd be fall, like, you were gonna slip and die. Yeah. You, you know what could have fucking worked is that the fucking cloud just comes back a little earlier. Yeah. Like, the cloud does show up again when they're falling, but, like, why, like... Yeah. She's, yeah, like, like, when... she's like, Mr. Know-it-all must have sent you. It's like, why? Fucking why would he send him? Does he just know-it-all... Is he like, psychic? Is he I guess psych- he's yeah. extremely <laughs> psychic. I guess that's how yeah. he knows it all. I would Damn. I would so fucking... Annoyed if I was that cloud. I I, tr- I travel all the way there, drop these people off, go back home, and then Professor Know It All probably was like, "No, you got to go back, dude. You got to go Get back. back over there." Yeah, because Ella is gonna fall off the cliff chasing Olaf with the life stone, and you is gotta he be clairvoyant. There to I don't. Is that don't is know. that what it is? <laughs> I don't. I don't know, and it's very confusing. Is he a psychic turtle? 
I don't know. Be. It's one of it's one. This is one of those like things where it's like I don't know if adults <laughs> are meant to watch this movie because of course it's like <laughs> absolutely not with us with our adult brains. We're like, well, he is named Professor Know It All, so does he literally know it all, or is that just like a fun thing for the kids? <laughs> and I don't know. We just don't know. I don't know anything. We don't know it. At, we don't know it at all. I don't see myself nothing. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. God. Uh, well, it definitely has a one of those instances of since you're gonna die, here's my whole evil plan. Yeah. Um. Fine. <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> fine. You know, for they someone get... with such an evil plan, it was kind of weird that they were just happy that she got Team Rocket uh, shot off in the atmosphere. She's, like, <laughs> she's probably, like, still alive. Yeah, you should probably, like, take care of that. Yeah, like... Ella survived falling off the cliff. Somehow. Yeah, so, like, um, she's probably just gonna try and steal... Well, I guess she can't steal the Lifestone now because it's part of Crystal, but, like... She's probably gonna, like, try and do something. Oh, don't worry about it. She fell off the mountain. She Disney-deathed herself. It's fine. Yeah. And Olaf was left stranded on a mountain. Good. <laughs> Not before getting, like, a nut shot first. Like, getting getting hit in the nuts. Just for an extra haha for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, well... <gasps> Oh, yeah, and at the point where, <laughs> when we get to the end, where this boundless font of, of magic, the the uh, the life stone, and they're like, actually, there's only enough power to save one of your friends. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are debating it is very funny to me. Because it's like, <laughs> I, I get that you went on this whole journey to save Alex. Alex is still up alive and talking. Yeah. Uh, Crystal is a doll. Crystal is, yeah. if, in effect, deceased. They they make it they make it seem like it's a hard choice between yeah. them. It's really not. Like Al, it sucks that he's a mouse. Yeah, but also he's alive. Yeah, yeah. It's like framed as though it's like a noble thing for him to give up his ability to turn back into a human. It's like no, that's just the right thing to do. That's this just, scene, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's your friend, and it's it's like she will just be dead if you don't do this. Yeah, that would have been kind of awesome though if that's how the film ended. They're just like, <laughs> crystal. Just, she made her choice. Yeah, she. I think she would have wanted this. Don't worry, <laughs> Crystal. We'll we'll spend the next movie trying to restore you to human form, and then the series. There is no third movie. <laughs> just ends. Crystal died on her way back to her home planet. <laughs> they just they just take the wooden doll just throw it into a fireplace. Oh god. Uh, perfect. Well, do you have more to say, Christy? Any, I don't, any further thoughts? I don't, I don't think so. Would you would you recommend this movie at all? I mean uh, I think from what I recall of the first one, if you're looking for a, a, a silly bad princess time, I would stick with the first one. Yeah. 
The second one is just sort of... Eh. I mean, the only reason I would recommend this one is because the queen of the forest and the... Or the, the forest guardian is fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, just watch her scenes and then turn the movie off. Don't pay $10. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, no, this is not if you had to pay $10. (laughs) Don't get a Crave Uh, subscription just to watch this. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. And what's what's great is that it's very funny. I might might end up having to make you get the Swan Princess movie early too, so it's like you're going to pay $10 for that. God damn it. Christine. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, this is, yeah. it's serviceable. Yeah. I would say, I would say the first movie for sure was like, that's a movie to cap off the night. You know, it's that, a good, like. Yeah. yeah. That's the, a wild this, ride. Yeah. The second movie is one that you begin the night with. Where, yeah. as we've said before, it's the one that you put on while people are while we're waiting for the pizza to arrive. Yeah, people are still, still sort of in. milling around. There's still some chatter happening. It doesn't matter if you if you miss some things because it's yeah. just sort of like, meh, you're not really paying attention to this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 All right, well... <laughs> Well, <laughs> not much else to say about this one. Uh, before we go, though, a few uh-huh. things to make note of. Uh-huh. Um, first off, mo- excitingly, the trailer for mm-hmm. the, the next, the final Swan Princess movie has been released. Uh, I want to watch it really badly. Yeah, I I have watched it, but I have told Brie, I have told Brie to not, because one of us needs to... Uh, remain blind, completely blind <laughs> to this movie, and I did not want to be that person. It couldn't be you, not this time. No, I can't. I can't wait. I I have seen the trailer. I am confused by the trailer. Oh. I I don't know. I don't. I really don't know <laughs> what kind like what they're doing with this last movie. Like I kind of see parts of what they're going for, but. The last, the trailer for the last movie was essentially just the entire movie condensed into like a a one and a half minute video. (laughs) So you watched it and you kind of, you got, you got all the major plot points and you were good. Okay. This movie, I don't know if these are, if, is this all the plot points? Because I don't understand how they come together if, if that's the case. (laughs) So I don't know if, like, watching the actual movie is going to make the trailer more comprehensible or if they've they've learned to not show your entire fucking movie in the trailer. Maybe they finally learned. They learned just in time for the last film. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, so I'm... I'm so excited. I, I am genuinely looking forward to see what kind of batshit nonsense yeah. they throw into this last film. It had better be as much of a trip as the... as It needs to it, end wild. 
It based on at least the trailer, there's like there's just some weird shit going on in the trailer that I'm God. just like, why is that happening? <laughs> so I it's gonna be so I, I still haven't figured out if we are going to be watching the streaming version and have a clipless episode, or if we are going to wait until potentially November for us to be able to cover the movie and have clips in the episode. I mean I feel like the clips add so much. I know, I know, but it's gonna be so hard <laughs> to wait. I mean, you don't have to wait. You can watch it right away. But I'm gonna. I know myself, and I know that I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna be like vibrating with energy because all I'm gonna want to do <laughs> is fucking talk to you about it. <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to fucking keep that in for a fucking month. <laughs> You can do it, Christy. I believe in your willpower. I I can't. I used it all up waiting the two and a half fucking years to watch the tenth movie. <laughs> God. Really, this is all Steve's fault for making you it, wait. Yeah, that fucker. <laughs> that fucker. It's so I I I mentioned this on Twitter, but it's honestly I'm having the I'm having a harder time waiting for this final movie than I did for uh the tenth movie, the two and a half years for the tenth movie. Dang. It's like it's like I just see that carrot dangling in front of my face and I just <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> oh god. Well, there's there's that. Look forward to that sometime look. in the future. We're definitely covering it before the end of the year. So please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. the The only other thing I wanted to mention, and this is just this is very much an update purely for me, is that, okay. um, so we mentioned in the last episode I talked about Kingdom Adventure, which was like a little religious oh, series yes. that I got fixated on. Um, I ended up, I, I went and I pulled out the DVDs to go make a clip of it for Twitter. And pre previous years, because I've like mentioned this, this series to other people before. And in previous years, I just pulled up because somebody uploaded them onto YouTube, all the episodes. And I would just like pull it up on YouTube and send that link to people. So at this point, like I was kind of more familiar with those episodes than the ones on the DVD. And what this is leading to is I pulled out the DVDs because I wanted to post the extended scene of Puppet Jesus <laughs> getting getting strung up in the forest and hit in the neck with that sword. Because there's a whole scene where he's his, yeah, his, yeah, murder, yeah. his murder is played out and witnessed by the little puppet children. Um, and it's a very <laughs> dramatic thing. And there's thunder and lightning. And it's all great. Um, and... Much to my surprise, I pulled out the DVDs, and it turns out the DVDs do not have that fucking episode. What? The DVDs start at oh. episode two. What? The DVDs don't have the complete fucking series. Were those words? I'm so fucking mad. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> I'm so mad. The DVDs say that they are the complete series, but they're oh, lying to you. How fucking dare they? 
I'm so fucking mad. I wanted to see <laughs> Puppet Jesus get the sword to his neck in the finest quality DVD transfer I could get. <laughs> and that has been stolen from me all this time. Oh, no. I thought I had the complete series. So I I don't know. It must have been something that they released on VHS only or some oh. shit. I'm so mad. I was genuinely, I was so mad. And I was, I was thinking about this. I would never, I would have gone the rest of my life probably not knowing this, not realizing that my DVDs of this series <laughs> that I am burdened with aren't even the fucking full DVD series. Oh. Not even, I'm so fucking mad. I just wanted, I just wanted that fucking scene of Puppet Jesus getting murdered. <laughs> and I've done, that was taken from me. And I, and I, and I, and I'm cursed with this knowledge for the rest of my life. <laughs> I was so I was so happy to finally get to share the story of this fucking series and now oh. it's like a, it's like a fucking double-edged sword. <laughs> right in my fucking heart. Oh no. I'm so mad. <laughs> I even I was even googling it. I was like is there like a D, like am I missing a DVD or something and no. Yeah. There's only 5 DVDs. And they're just missing that fucking, that first fucking episode. Oh. They show it, they show the scene in, yeah. in the intro yeah. to every episode, but they don't give you that full fucking episode. Oh. Just, oh. How dare they? I'm so mad. I don't know who to complain to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. You gotta find the original creators and 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 find them and send them, send them an email. Yeah, I'd be like, excuse me, it appears my DVD set is faulty because I'm missing <laughs> the fucking first these DVDs episode. that I fucking lovingly collected. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we're sorry, you can't show your children these that beloved puppet classic. And you're like, bitch, that's for me. Yeah, this is this is for me. This is you gotta make this shit right for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I real, and this is like this is a dumb story. It's like I haven't thought of this fucking series in a long time, but now it's all I could think about because I've been wrong. <laughs> There's an injustice has been dealt to me, and now it's like it's fucking personal. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christy. For this, this horrible discovery. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's, it's world shaking. I'm never going to be the same. <laughs> God, I'm so bad. <laughs> oh, that, that'll be it for this episode. All right, that's it, I guess. That's Thanks it. for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah, do Oh, yeah, the Twitter and the fucking <laughs> all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're you, on. Um, we're on we're on Twitter at Bad Princess MOV. Um, we've got an email, badprincessmovies at gmail.com, and we've got the catalog of Bad Princess Movies at badprincessmovies.com. Wahoo! You can listen to us wherever podcasts are sold, including Maybe. iTunes, I think, probably. We're I mean, we're on iTunes for sure. We're on iTunes and Podbean for sure. But mo yeah. most places, probably most places that podcasts are sold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Bye. Oh, God. <laughs> uh.